what can a million dollars worldwide, what property going to buy for you? Stay tuned. We're going to take you on the journey. What a topic. It's a fun topic. What a topic. You nailed this topic. It's a fun topic. How are you, Jen? Good. How are you? Yeah, good, good, good. Bit rainy, bit happy, bit fat. (laughs) It's tough time in winter. (laughs) All everyone does is eat. Yeah, the winter coat. Yeah. It's all right. It's extra warmth. It is. It is definitely. And uh, what, what do you got for us today? So in um, December 2021, the median house price in Australia was $1.07 million. So fi- it finally exceeded a million for the median house price. So I thought it would be fun to have a look at houses around the world that you can buy for a million dollars or what a million dollars will buy you. Um, it's actually, I don't know if you found this too, but a lot of buyers that have been coming through properties have been from overseas again. Um, and a lot of them that I've been talking to have been selling in their home countries and they're really struggling to grasp the difference in what you can buy in Australia versus overseas. Um, so I thought it would be good to have a look at. So where are we in the charts? We're sort of two or three, one or two or three in the world of most expensive places, Sydney. Yeah, so I actually, I had a look and Australia and, uh, I mean, Sydney and New York City were two of the most expensive, but looking at what you can buy in New York versus what you can buy in Australia for the same price, it looks like New York's cheaper. I think it's more expensive to rent there, though. Jesus. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Let's go on the journey. Yeah. All right. Let me share screen. I have a BuzzFeed article because it's got some cool pictures so we can have a look. And then, all right, share screen. Hey, Michelle. Hey, Luke. Legends. All righty. Um, so in Paris, for a million dollars, you can buy yep. a five-bedroom house with two private courtyards in Paris, which is also one of the most expensive cities in the world. Yeah, wow. So Have you five been there? I've been there. You've been there? Yeah. I think cost of living is more expensive, but apparently property you could buy. Like, this is incredible. We zoom up on that little puppy? Yeah. Wow. Wow. Now, you can buy uh, castles and stuff as well. Oh, I've got a whole... Um, so We're going to get to that later. We can go to oh, that now. Here we go. Eight yeah. castles around the world you could buy for less than a million dollars. So We this zoom one, up on that. Look at that on the beach. I know. In Scotland, for $640,000. Can I go any closer on that? Look at that aerial. It's amazing. That is nuts. Look at the size of the house. 
it's the upkeep though that's the issue a lot of people don't want to buy it because there's so much like often if you have one of these you have to hire staff there's going to be garden maintenance property maintenance they're old so there's a lot of like work that needs to be done to keep it in good standing but $640,000 and look at that unbelievable that's what DIY is to look like <laughs> imagine a DIY castle wow a chateau in France for 950000 no and a medieval home in France It's pretty incredible that, because a lot of these properties as well, um, like a lot of the bigger castles, they're actually owned by the government um, because yep. the government is the only people that are able to, they want to invest in keeping it, them looking the way they do. Um, and people avoid purchasing them for this reason. But I guess if you are someone with a lot of cash and you're wanting to retire. Yeah. But, you know, it's a castle as well. And also, um, I think the seclusion is also a little bit... I couldn't do the seclusion. Yeah. You know, like, it would be beautiful. You'd get there, you'd be happy, and then no one visiting, nobody's out in the middle of nowhere. And they're built for that reason too. So, like, historically, the reason castles are generally built like if you even talk about the white house or whatever um any political building generally they're built on a hill and castles are the same and the reason was because they were wealthier people they wanted to be apart from the public so yep. they're purposefully built to be isolated so they're generally up higher and away because the function of it was that so that the not as wealthy people would look up at your castle and go oh my gosh look at them yeah wow so they're purposely built to be separate to other people. Got it. I can't believe what you can get for a million dollars. Where else around the world can we go? All right, we can go. I Germany, saw Germany five hundred thirty thousand. I think Istanbul's a cool one to look at. A beachfront home for a million dollars. Can you zoom up on that as well? Yeah. More, 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 yeah. Oh, wow. It doesn't, I thought like it would look a little bit woggy if it was in Istanbul. I can say that because I'm a bit woggy. Um, <laughs> but that looks pretty cool on the right, it that top right really photo. Yeah. yeah. That's sick. Yeah, $100 million. Dollars. And same in Cape South Town. Africa. Cape Town, look at this. Water Sorted. views, pool. But not as safe. Yeah, so you're obviously paying for a um, like when you purchase in Sydney, the part of the purchase is the reason people want to live here is because it's safe, um, chill lifestyle, very different. If you're purchasing South Africa, um, although it's a similar climate, similar like we're kind of culturally similar to a lot of South African people, which is why a lot of South Africans move here. But on less safe, there's more unrest. People, and I think that you've said it well, people um, forget that when they're buying a property for a million dollars, um, about those things you've just mentioned, um, you're purchasing the climate, you're purchasing the culture, you're purchasing the community, um, you're purchasing the education system, you're purchasing the political system, 
uh, you're per purchasing the transport system. So um, there's so, and all that is inclusive in your in in your price as well. So you know, our castle has no transport system. Do you know what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's just just as one of those examples. So yeah, it's true. And there's additional costs as well. So, for example, in somewhere like Cape Town, there's a huge discrepancy between the rich and the poor, which is what causes a lot of um, issues with crime. So you'd have to pay for security. If you're in a house like this as well, like there's an additional element, like more security compared to what you pay for here. Yeah. Well, that's right. If you're in Cape Town, you, you may have to have a security team um, in your home, you know, one, two, three people. Um Three full wages a year. Yeah. How much interest could we pay in Sydney with three full wages a year on your home? Well, you wouldn't have to pay for that. That's right. So you pay interest on instead. Yeah. But even things like a, aside from the people, even like a fence or security or CCTV. I know more CCTV is more and more common, but there it's more of a like you would be more required to do it. Whereas here, I think there's more flexibility and if you choose to do it or not, like not every home has it. Think about how much the community saves on, on uh, normal fencing as opposed to security fencing with like barbed wire and shit. I know. Nuts. Well, here's another example in Nairobi in Kenya. So this is on an acre of land. So as well as additional costs for maintaining the land, but um, massive house. Beautiful city. Nairobi. Yeah. Nairobi is actually a um, very popular tourist city. Um, Kenya is generally where most people go. Like if you're going to go on safari or travel around Africa, most people will go to Kenya because it's safer. Um, so there is actually a lot of tourists and a lot of expats in Nairobi. And these are the types of houses they live in. So it carries a premium, the, the whole city, and uh, even with a premium, it's still what price? So this one, for an acre of land, 947 euro. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, also, the, what I'm interested in is it's great that you can buy this stuff, but how does it perform? Um, because I think when you're looking at life savings of, you know, half a million dollars or a million dollars, whatever it may be, it's nice to know that that's going to increase rather than decrease. Um, and I think when we when we talked about these cities this morning and some more cities we're going to cover, I think it's an important consideration. We've talked about climate, we've talked about community, we've talked about education systems, and transport systems, but even just that mechanism or just the shift, just the fact that property values have doubled every 10 years in Sydney. Um, stuff to make the asset look um, cheap um, in Sydney when you consider it doubles every 10 years and all the things we've spoken about. I was actually speaking to um, a lady the other day and she's living, living in Australia, but she's selling, she has a few homes in the US. She's selling yeah. a five bedroom house in California on acreage. And she said she's had it on for six months. And in the six months, she's had two buyers through. And she said she can't sell it out of control which is crazy whereas here regardless of if the market dips 
Yes. We still have buyers and people still want to buy in Sydney because it's hard to buy into, whereas in other places, um, it can be often a lot more challenging to sell the property. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. This is the what's Bahamas. This, can you zoom up on that one again? Yeah. So I will see the photos. Oh. The Bahamas. Look at how much is that puppy? This one. A million euros. Wow. Exotic. If this was on, like, in the eastern suburbs, how much do you think this would be? Probably 60. Yeah, I reckon. Yeah, that's just out of control. Out of control. It's oh, interesting no. in Toronto. Red brick house. Yeah, Toronto is a good uh, uh, perform. Does Canada does well with property prices? It's comparable to um, to Australia. Um, so, how much is that? Nine six five euro. Yeah, wow. Good education system, safe place to live. Um, I wouldn't want to live somewhere that snows. Oh, uh, there. I would, I think it's a novelty. Like, I'd like it for the first two months and then I'd be like, no, nah, I'm done. I can't do it anymore. Yeah, year in, year out, you walk out, your car's full of snow, you can't you can't get your car out of the driveway because there's so much snow, you're looking for Mr. Snowplow, yuck. Your car won't start because it's gotten too cold, <laughs> you have to sit there for 10 minutes to heat it up. <laughs> Phoenix steel in your car, like yeah. Think about it. It's just it just would just never end. I know. Pipe, Everywhere you go, freezing just... up, plumbing freezing up in your home happens. Oh, oh, be horrible. This one's interesting in New York. So you can buy a, a two-bedroom apartment with a view of the skyline for a million dollars. That's sick. But it's very interesting because um, so I studied in New York and I remember it being so expensive. I, I lost so much weight when I was there because the food was so expensive. Like I bought a coffee one day and it ended up being uh, 10 Australian dollars, like ridiculously expensive cost of living. So it's interesting that to purchase a property, it's like the rents are so high, but purchasing, you can get something like this for a million dollars. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. And so that's a two-bedroom, one-bedroom? Two-bedroom with views. That's pretty cool. And we're yeah, about to New York. I don't know. Manhattan. Yeah, it looks pretty close. You can see the skyline too in Manhattan. Skyline there at all. Okay. LA, a three-bedroom house. New Zealand, a seven-bedroom house in Auckland. How much? For 950000 Yeah, that's crazy. That yeah. is crazy. And you know what? I think New Zealand would be fairly comparable, yeah? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. There's a lot of... Um, so Australia and New Zealand, they have an agreement. It's called the Trans-Tasman Agreement. So you can freely, if you're an Australian citizen or New Zealand citizen, you can freely work and live in the other country. 
so the visa process is different like compared to Canada or London you have to generally it's like two-year visa for Commonwealth countries but New Zealand it's different you can just swap so there's actually quite a few Australians that move to New Zealand because it it's cheaper than some cities in, in Australia but still very similar you know what it's a funny it's a funny place now where uh even work-wise, people have got that flexibility. So the world's changing where they could never have entertained going to New Zealand because of work, but now you can work from New Zealand. Yeah. There was actually Nuts. this author I was listening to speak. Um, All right, legend. Mark, um, yeah. I'll get you to roll out because I'm having a bit of audio issues. But Mark, this is really interesting. I hope everyone else did today. Yeah, good topic. Alrighty, have a good morning. Bye. Let me get the. I was still there.